0: I'm Bonkio.
1: And I'm Nana. And this is African Don American.
0: This is a show where we take a look at a subset of the African diaspora. The children of African immigrants living in America. Because that's supposed to be the tagline, but you'd be changing it up.
1: No, it's about African immigrants and the children of African immigrants living in the United States or in America.
0: Let the record show. Let the record show that that's not what we used to say. But anyway, um, welcome to the show. Today's episode is African traditions that we want to keep and the ones that we could probably leave behind. So I want to start with <laughs> when you say African traditions what would you say like that? I think when you say culture, what do you mean by that? Everybody has their things that we that we hold dear, that we call African. Um, I think things like scarification, that's a part of some people's African traditions. Mm-hmm. It's not a part of mine. So it's one I'm leaving behind because it was never part of mine to begin with. Mm-hmm. But that's something people, I think, rethink when you go to America. Like I know of kids whose parents had tribal scars and marks. Mm-hmm. But as far as I know, they don't. And they've grown up in the U.S. So that's like one thing. Mm-hmm. What about you? <laughs> I just need something that had nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know... Uh, we'll probably have another we have a full on episode on this But uh, Female circumcision It's not an African tradition so you're, talking,
1: you're talking more Specifically about Kind of
0: cultural traditions Rather than a Abroad I think It is Whatever We want it to be I got some other stuff I gotta say mm. I got some other stuff In my heart That I feel like Sharing today um, That go along with this theme But you know Just give me Some ideas Just, just throw some things here, out there Trying to think of, trying to think of Kind of you know, I know. Traditions. Do you eat black eyed peas on New Year's Eve or New Year's no, Day? A lot of people do. Don't have that. Um, what, what, I'm, what I'm thinking of is kind of
1: cult- cultural initiation. Oh, should I use initiation? C- celebrations of, of
0: um, celebrations of into adulthood, into adulthood, yeah, of, into secret societies, or maybe I not secret
1: secret societies, but into adulthood. I didn't have that, my mom did not have that. Um, but when she was growing up I think folks um, aunts have had that so that's
0: one thing that we have it's called Brago in, in the Ashanti culture. In Sierra Leone I think that's it's well there aren't sacred societies but they are societies that you basically join as this is an not adult. a society oh, I, said I said in Sierra Leone okay Ghana, <laughs> <laughs> um, is it truly a society? It's, a, it's like it's like a club it's like a fr- soror- I mean I don't know I've, I was not a part of it and uh, I don't. my mother wasn't but my understanding if I've read books okay there are books out there on the people of my mother's tribe and um, it's like it's the rite of passage it's what you do before you become considered a woman and nobody really knows all the stuff that happens but like you can guess it's not that secret because they got books on it and stuff but like part of it is like they do them clay masks things, make your skin oh. all smooth, and do other stuff. Well, so it's like teaching you self-care. Uh, I believe female circumcision is also well, part I, of I, what they do uh, in some of these. Okay. In some, I think every tribe has different ones and I know, but anyway like, yeah, that's something that I also the rite of passage, let's yeah. just uh, just say that whatever ceremony is performed as a rite of passage into womanhood, we don't really uh. I didn't do that growing up, and so it's not something I would do for my kids,
1: hmm. I mean, in more broad terms, I think we both we both think this is across African cultures um, respect for elders, um, making sure that you. <laughs> when the elder speaks you shut up as long as the person is older than you <laughs> i mean it, de- it depends on one what one defines
0: yeah uh, i'm older than older. you and you swore at me before we <laughs> put this show on like, but
1: we don't we don't believe you called me
0: you said the word ass hey, in my presence so ass
1: is not a it's not a cuss word
0: oh really no, it is i not. dare you to i dare you to say to your ghanaian elder I will not do that, X, Y, and mean, Z for your language. ass. That is not our language. Mm-hmm. That is not our language. I, my my language point has been proven. Them, okay? You can
1: ass use... Like, but it's, not, it's, not a, it's not a derogatory term. Nana,
0: my first name is not damn and my second name is not fool. So I will leave you that where it is <laughs> Ain't nobody calling you a damn fool um, As far as respect okay. for elders I'd okay. put a big fat asterisk next to that one um, Because really?
1: So you, you don't just I think respect all elders?
0: I think that as respect president. for elders In African societies Takes on certain faces That as people Who are grown mm-hmm. We should rethink I think that respect for elders is how a lot of older people take advantage of people it's how they make people feel bad about themselves we all have them aunties who tell you that you're fat that you' ugly <laughs> that is not just no. I feel like in Ghanaian culture people just you know people are comfortable just telling you that I, think, I think I think I, what I'm it's saying but' I'm, I'm talking about the larger thing, mm-hmm. fat, ugly, all these negative kind of adjectives, and I, I'm not necessarily saying that this is what I've experienced, but mm-hmm. I've seen it across cultures, okay. and it's not necessarily st- distinctly African. I think a lot of I think a lot of families have this, but what happens with Africans? I feel like and in other immigrant communities is that because that person is an elder, you, you cannot say cannot anything, say back. anything yes. back, and so they can tell you why you wearing ugly clothes like that, why you do this, why do you do that, you know, why are you ugly, and you want to be like, well, why are your teeth crooked, you know, I'm ugly. We all from the same family tree, and your teeth are <laughs> facing girl. east and west, so. You know They're not meeting up in the middle where they're supposed to be meeting But you can't say that because you have to respect your elders yeah. And I think it's almost That can be toxic Because it's almost like being in a workplace as a person of color or as a woman And that person who's older than you who's a woman Or a person of color is the person that treats you the worst I feel like African communities have a lot of that <laughs> And I'm That's a tool of abuse <laughs> Yeah, I'm not for that. That's a tradition that we can chuck.
1: It it reminds me of a few years, more than a few years ago, I was in Ghana at some event. A group of young people sitting there with an older man, and we were talking about leadership. And he made a comment about how folks who are young, as we are at the table, shouldn't take on leadership positions. They should allow the older people to because they're wiser. Nope. Age Uh, don't equal wisdom. (laughs) I got mad. I didn't watch myself. Because, of course, I've lived in the U.S. for so long that in in my household, like, when you're having an issue, you just speak. (laughs) (laughs) There is so the whole respect your elders, like, there, there are limits to which you can take it. When he said that, I got mad. And nobody else spoke. And I started, like, going in. And somebody, one of the younger <laughs> folks next to me, he hit my leg, like, stop, stop. And I'm like, why should I stop? Are we just going to sit here for him to insult us? And he just
0: kept, stop, just stop. This is not the time. This is not the place. And what did the old guy do?
1: He didn't even catch on the people who were offended or that way. Of was course.
0: Offensive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so I was just like, yeah. You know, certain people, maybe I shouldn't be spending as much time around. Yep. It also takes on the form, this whole respect thing, I I realized when when I first came to this country that it takes on the form of being shy to speak up when you're in
0: Kind of formal Well that's because That's the ex- you Not shy But just shutting up Right Like you may not be A shy person you Yeah But you don't talk You don't talk Yeah um,
1: Kind of I mean the, my earliest My earliest recollection Of this was sitting In I think it was A social studies class And the teacher Had asked the question And I knew what The answer was But of course I wasn't going to Raise my hand Because yeah. I felt like It was Or people Or even t- just Blurted out Because I felt like It was rude So unless the teacher Just wanted to call on me personally, I wouldn't raise my hand. I wouldn't say anything, and I was branded as a shy kid. The shy kid, who yep. just came from
0: Africa, and it wasn't even because I was shy or I didn't know what I didn't know what the answer was. Different was cultural different. expectations, and yep. you've,
1: you have to kind of battle getting yourself out of that. And I. I think I, I went through most of that in law school, where talking was part of your grade, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just a thing of, oh my God, I have to get out of my comfort zone. And when you when you don't when you when you don't speak up, people think either you don't know, you. Well, you when quiet. you're
0: black, they definitely just automatically assume that you don't <laughs> know. You don't know what you're talking about.
1: You're quite you you lose some form of authority um, <laughs> when you when you do that. So it's it's definitely a thing, and it's hard. To, uh, get yourself out of it I noticed that African, americans who, who were born, raised here Second generation, third generation kids You notice that they're very forward Like they will just when and ask you I think. Oh, yeah. It makes you not be able to question It makes you not be able to ask
0: certain yeah. questions
1: And so a lot of times You're just sitting there like oh.
0: Yeah, I think that that's, that's the hard line that, The balance that you have to find Because I feel like when I talk to my mom even Like a lot of African cultural traditions and like explanations of stuff ends up in these stories and you learn by hearing the same story okay. Okay. over and over again for 20-30 years and it's fine. No, I think I think that that part of the culture is really cute. What and I helps think that's beautiful. You it helps but you be could just you could also just say, and this is why we do this. I, I, I do feel like, again, coming back to this res, the respect part uh-huh. um, and having to be quiet. I feel yeah. like a lot of times when I was a kid and I would say, why is this? Why are you doing this? Oh, why are you calling? Why, girl. You, I never got any answers. <laughs> It'd be like, don't ask me that. Um but literally why why are we here? <laughs> why are we eating this thing? Why are we doing this? Why did you say that about it Uncle So and so it
1: curbs curiosity.
0: It, it, and, it and that is an important
1: thing to have to be-
0: I don't think that it curbs curiosity. It just it does give you a resp- for me as an adult now, I go, Oh, a lot of those questions are now answered. But it's just it's like a what's that karate kid movie? Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, All right, washing these cars is gonna help you learn how to whatever, fend off, wax on, wax off, you just keep doing it and then eventually
1: oh, <laughs> it. But that's a, that's <laughs> it, it
0: dawns on you why it's like that. And I think um, like there's a Sierra Leonean proverb it says the 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 piglet I'm trying to translate the pig the piglet asked the mama pig why her nose is so big and the mama pig said to the piglet my child one day you will know and I think that's what this African <laughs> stuff is always like you're just like well now I know right now I understand why the mama pig's nose is so big but it's not an effective way of teaching I think it can be I think some things like i am one of those people who i want to know the freaking end of the story i'll read the last paragraph of a novel just so i get an idea of where things might end and the last paragraph doesn't give you enough context to know what really happened but like i'll so read you know it, it you don't really know how it ends if you read the last paragraph you don't know who a lot of the times the, the characters aren't That's there true. it's just some you know but I like to have some idea of where I'm going with things and I do find that like the African tradition, the abeyance to your elder is to be quiet and just watch stuff. That means that I'm only now coming into like my understanding as an adult. Mm. Um, and I, juxt- but I juxtapose that with like growing up in the West, Western-style education. Um, And I think another piece that this connects to, again, when it comes to, it is another piece about like respect and disrespect, but um, another space where I think respect for culture can become toxic is with racist, colorist... um, Xenophobic notions of superiority Mm -hmm. And um, It It has not been my personal experience But I have seen it with friends I've seen it with I say my family's pretty I mean I didn't grow up with this consciousness of like Oh, Well actually that's not true I didn't grow up with as thick a consciousness Of this group of people is like this That group of people is like that um, But I think it's it was very evident In a lot of some of my other friend groups And like to the point where we would joke right? Like some people And you know like I think the, the biggest manifestation of that Is in marriage mm-hmm. I know people who were not allowed To marry a certain person Because they didn't fit the ethnic profile mm-hmm. That is horrendous to me mm-hmm. I don't think that there's a religion on Earth that, well, actually, that's not true. There probably are a few. Actually, Judaism probably says you, actually, it doesn't say you can't, right? But um, that is as exclusive as that, right? I think that most of us on prima facie, uh, uh, to use a Latin, <laughs> a Latin term that I actually know, you know, our cultures and our religions say... It's about the person. He needs to be wholesome and clean hearted and whatever, whatever kind of wonderful adjectives you want to use. But then you bring home a person who fits those distinctions and your family for your family to say no, just because the person didn't wasn't born in the right village. Um, maybe the person was not even from the York home country. I think that that's really problematic, and that happens a lot. And the fact that that's an African cultural tradition. It is our culture that tells us that we need to respect our family, our elders, and pick people who fit in with all that other stuff, right? Because you face a lot of challenges if you if you if you go that route of like forsaking your whole family to end up with someone who you know to go with someone who's from outside of your culture um that is fucking toxic that is so toxic it's actually reminding me of Oh, it. Nollywood, uh, I Nollywood My mom saw that movie I refused to watch it Because I was like It sounds um, depressing On Netflix No, though. it's not on Netflix It's not
1: depressing? It's not depressing It's it's about a, a young woman Who is, I think, 35 Not married Her mom She finally meets someone Her mom introduces her to somebody He happens to be Nigerian They hit it off On paper He has everything that her parents She thinks her parents Want her to marry He has everything that the parents parents want the mom specifically wants really wants her to marry this man because he comes from a good home you know all of the status things and she
0: she meets a white man Oh, oh this, is a different movie. <laughs> this is a different movie oh, this, this is a new movie uh, No, no, there's another one about two star-crossed Like I think like Ebo and Yoruba oh, And no, 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 no. my mom saw that one I was like, no, uh No, no,
1: no, meets a young man, a, a white man Falls in love with a white man She breaks off, so she and the Nigerian get engaged She breaks off the Spoiler Thanks. alert She breaks off the engagement with the Nigerian And doesn't tell them why but some people in the family know. The day that she tells her mom, the mom is like, "All hell is breaking loose." That. Yeah, and that's because, <laughs> what you were saying reminded me of that. It and is when they found that it was a it was a white man. She was I like, re- "I can't believe you broke off." and engagement.
0: It reminds me of what a professor, you know our, well, a certain professor uh, <laughs> that we had, Cheryl, I don't know if you actually had it, but you, I ain't going to say her name, you know we're going to leave her, protect her but she she was down with Africans <laughs>
1: okay,
0: um, oh, and oh, you know who I'm it. talking about, yeah, yeah <clears throat> and she said you, there's I one time I was taking her. a Women in Africa, History of Women in Africa course, um, and she said, you know Weddings or marriages is when everybody behaves like they are royalty. Mm. Because that's when you see families come out with these expectations. You gotta be able to provide for my daughter or you gotta give this much for my son. Uh, You need to be from this social status. I mean, that's a universal thing, right? It's not just an African thing. But that's another thing that I just, I just, and maybe that's because I grew up in America, obviously. The idea that I would bring someone home, and my family would one say no, mm-hmm. without even getting to you know what I mean just mm-hmm. just on the fact that like he is a different race or skin color or whatever, and then two that I would have to like accept that, <laughs> and still continue to be the you know family first right monkeyo um you know I think I think that. When it comes to African traditions, family first, yes, but with an asterisk by it as well. As long as it's not toxic. Mm. Uh, and I think this also comes into. When it comes to family gatherings. Mm. Uh, who are you going to invite. To certain things. Yes I'm oh, going there. If the parent isn't talking to the person. The you still have fight. to invite auntie and uncle. So and so. The and my, my theory on that is. Um, if it is my event. I'm going oh, to control who's no. coming. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> I don't want auntie so- and so who's called me x y and C and I, I don't necessarily have these people but I do know folk you know some of them may even real aunties right they' just your mom a friend. friend yeah um I had I had a uh, one of my mom's friends back in the day I remember my first year in college I gained like fifteen pounds my first uh between August and October <laughs> actually it was 7 it wasn't even 15 and she was really someone who's very much into weight mm. she's, she's always been a naturally thin person mm. um, and I at that time I'm still probably like the the smallest person in my family. Um, it just whatever DNA is what it is. My grandmama side, everybody big boned. I my father's side, everyone's like skinny Amazons, and so I I lean that way more. Um, so it was a big deal to her that I came back and I had like this teensy pouch, especially, I don't know what she'd think of me now because it's been, you know, <laughs> 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 I am many pounds over that initial freshman she seven. She didn't call me fat. She actually looked at me and continued to look at me and said, "Ah." Oh. And then uh, we had this like long hallway that led to my, my bedroom. She followed me down the hallway going, mm-hmm. And um, I went in the room because I was packing my clothes. It was like fall break. So I was Mm. packing my suitcase to go back. And she just stood in the hallway with her hands crossed going. "Mm -hmm -hmm." And um, I then and there started breaking with African tradition. I slammed my door in her face. Oh, you did not. Yes, I did. Because (laughs) you in my mama house. You in my mama house. I have done nothing but be respectful to you all this time. Um, And yes, I put on weight, but you ain't feeding me. You ain't paying my college tuition. I don't have, you know, my tuition didn't have a asterisk by it that said I had to stay within a certain weight category or something. That's rude you wouldn't do that to someone in the street if her employer gained weight she wouldn't walk she behind was. them and do that but she felt like she could because of this African cultural structure you know, and
1: that culture and our, people do it
0: all the time that is That's awful do do that I'm like a 17 year old girl like you know just turned 18 it gets you complex I mean it, it, it really can mess with you it complex like things that people say they, they they really think it's fine they think it's all sticks you know, and stones scary, it's, it's awful it folks I remember stuff people told me when I was stuff eight years old African and not African right and so I it's really funny I didn't know I don't I think about it yeah just thinking about it now I was like yeah that was when I started being like no we are gonna evaluate because um, you, you have to watch yourself though but you don't no
1: know who it is because sometimes people take people can turn it into a whole this big. Family thing and blew it up.
0: That's true. That's true. And so this auntie was not family. She was just like a whatever, an old friend of my mom and. I don't know. It, maybe it was rude, but I think her behavior was rude and I had no other way. Like I, yeah. I you, you were sitting in the you, you, I was in the living room and you're saying all this stuff, you know, making all these noises. And I decided to remove myself from the situation yeah. and go pack. And yeah. you follow me. Yeah. You then have come, you know, <laughs> right. Like, you st- like we have a saying, you know, if you step on my shoe, you know, fool me one shame on me. If mm-hmm. you step on my shoe the first time, my foot the first time, it's my fault. But if I pull my foot, look at me with the African Proverbs. So the cultural traditions, you want to keep Proverbs as one. But if I pull my foot underneath me and you step on me, it's your fault. And so you have to deal with whatever it is that I, you know, I do in response. I think that is true. I mean, I had a friend once. Um, I don't know. We, we lost contact. I remember in high school, we had a, her aunt was a, a friend of my mom's. And um, her aunt was someone who was known for saying really blatant stuff um being very you know like we said typical auntie like why are you getting so fat why are you so whatever and so um i was the typical obedient african teenager and like i guess the aunt liked me more or whatever but um i heard of one parlay between her and her niece where because her my friend was not my friend she, she she gave and she took um, and so her aunt said something to her and she just was flippantly back. Like, let's say she said, why are you getting so well, why do you look so fat? And she said, I don't know why you got so many bumps on your face. Oh, she had a, no. the aunt had like a skin issue. Oh my God. And I was like, oh my God, did you actually say, but you know what? If you are constantly around someone who just says things to you i mean look Nana, your reaction was mine i was like oh my god i didn't know you could do that right i was like what how did she get away with that but that's how she's always been see so if that's how if people chalk it up to oh
1: this girl she's that disrespectful one just live.
0: but you know what she got to live her life and i bet you she probably thought thought about it again before she opened up and said stuff to her i mean this was an auntie who would say stuff to me and i would just like like, ignore it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the same woman. Um, but, you know, we all have those aunties that do that that random stuff. As so
1: Definitely, as we were talking, I was like, another tradition that we, we have within certain cultures in Ghana. I don't know if everyone does this, but when there's a funeral, if you're close to, in distance, in mm-hmm. proximity to people, you have to go and go and tell them that, oh, so, so, and so yeah. passed away. Same thing with weddings. Like, you, have, you can't just send an invitation. Some people expect you to call
0: oh interesting
1: um I, <laughs> I heard a story once where somebody refused to go to a family member's funeral because they weren't told that the person passed and they didn't oh, they, they knew the person passed because somebody else had told them but it didn't but it was
0: a big snub yes. mm-hmm.
1: they refused they ended up going but they made a whole to-do about it yeah that oh nobody came to tell me oh so so and so had passed and like you knew someone else in the family told you so why why doesn't need to come from the widow's mouth I think with those things Your though family.
0: to me that's kind of tricky that would be um and I guess it's different just coming from the like at from what I understand from the Sierra Leonean perspective funerals births and marriages are where you bury the hatchet so like if you're beefing with somebody and somebody it's not even necessarily beefing with people no but what yeah, I mean a- but like I look at it as that like you if you even if you were feuding for 20 years, haven't mm-hmm. talked, if a person in common dies, you are supposed to use that as a time to come together yeah. and forget about that. Yeah. Um, but I do think that that is like. It is kind of petty. I mean, I've, I've heard of things like that for weddings, I think, from our cultural side where, like, you didn't get the kind of invitation you wanted or whatever. And so people didn't go. And I do. Oh, so people actually didn't show up. Or oh, people hold grudges for years because they didn't get the.
1: <laughs> I mean, I still show up and hold the grudge. I mean, why?
0: Hold, show up and hold the ground.
1: If it's, if it's not important to you, just sh- but show up.
0: I think it's hard if it's like a hard, you know, a set in stone cultural expectation. And maybe this, it's like some people thought they were closer than they were. Yeah, they were close enough to warrant that kind of in person, yeah. um, um, invitation. Time. I would look at it as, hey, this person's person has passed away, and maybe they got, you know,
1: so many things. And that's what I feel like people don't people don't take into consideration how. How others are feeling.
0: Talking or about could be right. feeling, right? Or they take be, it they that. take it personal yeah. and they start thinking they are, you know, yeah. the Queen of England or the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, right? Like oh, it goodness. really isn't that serious. But but I get it. Like people think snubs are a big deal, which is why when you're talking about like the African events, mm-hmm. I just for me, I really, I think for anything, anything. I think this thing with friendships. not nah, I nah, you know me. Like, if you got to go, you got to go. And sometimes, no, stop laughing. I'm, no, I'm being, I'm being really I'm, serious. I'm, I you're being serious. I think that as human beings, sometimes we have these connections. Like we're friends with people. A um, one friend told me once. She's like. If you are friends with someone mm-hmm. and when someone asks you why are y'all friends, the only, the number one reason or the only reason that comes up is well, we've been friends for a long time, you That's need to rethink good. you need to rethink that friendship. And so I, as older wiser me, um, sometimes have to like part ways with people and it's upon reflecting on it that I go actually this is what needed to happen because this is not what suits me for this space and time and I think whether it is a non-African or someone within the African community it has to be the same. Mm -hmm. So when I think about events I say do this bring me joy? Yeah I go for I do the Marie Kondo. Am I is this going to be something that gives me energy or is it going to suck energy out of me? Why do I want to go to an event where i don't like what I, I, I don't know i like oh fine if i don't fine. it's net zero if it's net zero and i think that the person holding the event is going to appreciate it yeah, show then i'll go it, but if it is if i know it's going to be toxic for me i really don't i don't care if you are my like Mom, although that probably wouldn't happen. Maybe it was my mom. I would rethink it. I, I just, I just, I don't go. I don't go. And I think that my life has been better for it. Like I don't. Well, that's a good way to think about it. Kind of thinking, thinking
1: to, through it to see if it brings you joy. Because sometimes you don't need to be in spaces that you know suck so much.
0: You're up. gonna go to that party and you're gonna see Auntie so and so, and she's gonna tell you last time she saw you, she you were this high, and then, you know, I've I, as, a, as, did you ever as a teenager. Sorry, just thinking about this. I went to a party. You know, you you you're a teenager, right? You're like fifteen, sixteen. Um, I was a bride and a little bride in some wedding back when I was five, and I was, you know, whatever. And the woman who I was the the her son was the little groom mm-hmm. saw me, and she said, "Oh, you used to be such a beautiful child. Why are you so ugly?" To it? Yes, she did. And my mom sat there, and you know this cultural thing. And I'm just sitting. She can't say anything because she can't. She doesn't. I don't know. It's just, oh she, she said that to me. Yeah, she said it in our language. It's you know in our version of pigeon, it's like worse. I mean, like I, I know how to speak it. Wait, you do What's happening? Wait. I think that this is That is appropriate I, I don't know But again You know That was me at like 15 know. But this is the me That at 17 but Just slammed and, the door and, In the and, person's and, and face and You're going through You're going At uh, uh, 15, 15, 16 right I there. had really oily skin I had It wasn't even acne But I did have pip- like, I don't fucking care Like, you do not tell someone that. And I felt so like, why am I here? I don't even want to be at this event. Like, I'm really just here for the cassava leaf and the other African foods that we don't really be. Um, I'm here, you know, to support my mom and blah, 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 blah. But like, why do I want to be around that? Why? Wow. Instead of fighting that battle, instead of being the one that has to be like, well, you know, you're not such a looker yourself, and actually your son looked like Steve Urkel with a train that ran over his way. like, you know, I don't have that to happened. get, I wouldn't say that, but I was like, I because it not even occurred to me to like. Wow. judge her like that's that's um that's and that's not the worst right like other people get worse to have had worse things said to them and this is a woman i don't even know you don't
1: say this to a child
0: you don't but people feel like they can say whatever they want to children right uh, look at me i just like censored myself they can say whatever they want to children and if, if it makes them feel okay i think if it doesn't bring me joy and it's going to be less confrontational for me to be there but it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Then I don't come. Then you don't have to say that she said this to me. You know, Bonquio said this to me. Bonqu- I don't get that reputation of being rude, right? I'm just a quiet chick who shows up once every three years. I sit in my little corner. Keeps it moving. I eat my roast meat and the other delicious delicacies that all these aunties have prepared. And I take myself home. Oh, so you're
1: more than willing to eat your food. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <I'm- laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm eating. I'm willing to eat the food oh that they God. dish out, but not the rudeness. Like I'm so sitting here shocked by that. that you've never had stuff. You've never seen I've, that happen I've never to got, people.
1: I have never seen anybody go that far. Like maybe say it behind your back.
0: I have seen people say and do worse to other people. Um, and this is not, this is not, I'm not saying, it's not a Sierra Leone thing. I've been in other African circles. People go in. Um, and again, because people are adults, you can't say anything back. You You have to respect them because yeah, like you said, what, what ends up happening is, oh, you're rude. They don't talk about what you, what they said to you to make you cuss them out. Right. Um, (laughs) I think that that's, yeah. I mean, I think that that's the thing for me, especially as someone who I think we talked about this on interracial dating as someone who um, I think that's another cultural piece um, the way that we talk about it's not just body image right I think color mm, body yeah. image race some of that stuff we need to throw it out yeah. we need to throw it out yeah. um, there is a certain current of people for instance um, who call like mulatto is the word that we have for mixed people mm. um, which is fine like it's does it isn't very PC in English and it doesn't translate well as I figured out in college. Like, oh, that's not what we call folk, but that's the word in our language. Yeah. Dirty mulatto is what some people call mixed people. Dirty malata. That is rude. So their face? Look, it's yeah, dirty malata. And the kid knows what they mean. I mean every you know you can speak the language. It's, it's pretty much like English. But is it does it have a negative does the kid do have a negative do you that think that it has a negative connotation or I mean if you're called the N word your whole life, you know at some point that it's not. Well, at some point, but like, I think that like, you know, I know of other kids wow. um in other communities, black and you know I'm not gonna name the but black and other races or ethnic communities, and those kids end up being called certain things, and you know. You know.
1: This gets me thinking back to the whole, our use of half-caste in Ghana for mixed kids. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's that's another another word we used, yeah. yeah. Growing up, I never... There was no negative connotation In my mind of, Until coming here Where I was like Oh
0: This so is what it, yeah. yeah That's what it means I just think that like Even with half cast I think half I mean Malata Like I said is fine Half cast I get it Like for me I, I understand what you mean The connotation yeah. isn't necessarily negative yeah. But when you really Doti Malata When you, when you
1: start understanding
0: Even people who say Doti Malata They don't necessarily mean it in a bad way yeah. But like why are we co- Why Why like, either you're praising people for being light-skinned, or you're, like, looking down on them for being half, or NAR. What is NAR? NAR. you never heard of NAR. No. So, this is not just seriously. This, this is a lot of, I, I feel like, uh, non-African, North, n- non-African rejected by Europe, or non-African rejected by Europe. What who exactly are they referring North to? North Africans. Oh my God. <laughs> so, Moroccan, particularly Moroccans, <laughs> Algerian. And people will say things like, you don't like a NAR. Wow. So, um, the first one you've heard. Oh, I've heard this term before. You know, I used to hear the term nar and I didn't know what maybe I've heard, I knew I've heard that, heard I that I know that nar meant. meant like people, like basically oh, Arab, whatever, non Bantu speaking, whatever, non black African Africans, but I didn't know what it meant until later on. I was like, damn, that's pretty cold. Now, there's also the issue of like. <sighs> what some north africans say and the, the history there right um in some of the in, in some in sahelian countries where there is the country is a mix like mauritania mauritania didn't end slavery until like 1970 something or 1990 something um so there's a lot of stuff there but yeah like that's another you just, just these terms that we use um i think for me it is 2000 and something. And so we do need to, just as we we're rethinking the way that we talk about people in regular language, right? Mm-hmm. There are terms that we use for black people, for Asian people, for all kinds of people that were okay 10, 15 years ago that are not. Um, there are terms that we use for women and jokes the kinds of jokes that we could tell before that were okay but they're not that like mm-hmm. African what we take basically the idea of, of this conversation is basically what we take from African culture like we should like as African Americans, should be something that we make a conscious decision to take on mm-hmm. and not just like pull everything on whole wholesale because some of that stuff really does need to be left in the village yeah. or in the cities of where they were you know in the in the what do you call it the airports of disembarkment we didn't come here on ships we came around planes um most of us um it needs to be left there yeah um but yeah so it was a lot of ranting and raving I definitely had some feelings but you know why now because I definitely got some stories that have stayed with me and just thinking about that thinking about other children and other cultural contexts and like how that stuff like impacts you like I said I re- like you know I mean
1: let us let us know if you have any cultural um, traditions that have carried on from generation to generation what they are whether you think you know it should change, <laughs> things that should today, be updated, um, updated. Uh, let us know. Or you can either let us know through Instagram, American, African.American Instagram. Facebook 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 African dot American at African American on Instagram.
0: Facebook is African dot American
1: or Gmail or Gmail African dot American at gmail.com. Um, you should also you can also take a listen to this episode on our on our website. Uh, we're also on. Spotify,
0: iTunes, Google Play. It's Apple Podcasts on Podcast. iTunes. I think it's called Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Apple Podcasts, not iTunes. But it just But it plays thing. on Apple. Yeah, yeah, it plays on iTunes. But yeah, Apple just to be, to be extra, just to be completely proper. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, let us. Yeah, you do. Let us know your thoughts. Um, thanks for listening to ours, particularly my rants and raves.
1: Yeah.